Welcome to Tea for Lunch, a weekly show powered by Arcade Studios. Each week, we'll serve you the news on the top stories we're following in social media, entertainment, celebrity, and tech in 15 minutes or less. You can catch a show live on Instagram or TikTok every Thursday at about 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time or on all podcast providers and YouTube every Friday. This week, we're your hosts for the first time ever, the dynamic duo, Mitzi and... Mel. I'm so excited. This is the first time that we're on this show together. Yeah. And it's kind of surprising. I know. I'm very jealous when other people get to be on the show with you, so that's it's so finally sweet. my turn. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, I'm <laughs> excited to be on here with you, too. We've yeah. got some fun stuff to talk about. Definitely. First thing on the agenda is my amazing tan. Mm-hmm. You might notice. You're welcome to everyone who's watching on YouTube. I'm very tan because I was in Hawaii for 10 days. It was an amazing vacation and uh, back to reality, which isn't so bad. I'm very happy to be back at work. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that both you and Mike had a chance to have a vacation because you deserve it. And it seems like y'all had a great time. We're very happy that you're back home. And also you're welcome for amplifying your tan because sitting next to me, you look even more tan. It's a good contrast. For sure. I'm yeah, so you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. We've had a fun week. This week has been busy on our end because we welcomed two new social media interns. Yes, we're very excited to have them. It's going to be a really fun summer with our new interns. So this is Academy Volume 3. Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit confusing because our first season of, of Academy interns stayed with us for a little bit. Yes, they're seasoned was extended and extended and extended. Exactly. So we're like pretty much on iteration three, on volume three. So Mm -hmm. it's really exciting and we're really excited to get them in in the mix. Yeah, it's always fun when new people join the team because you can like talk about all the stuff that you do all the time. And then I think we had a conversation a few weeks ago where we're just like, I was just so surprised by how much stuff that we do. And you're like laughing at me because you're like, "Uh, yeah. Yeah, we know. Yeah, (laughs) It's a lot. But when you take inventory. Yes. It's, you realize. it's always fun. Yeah. Um, in addition, we started our new kickball league last night, and that was very fun. It was our first game, and we did great. Honestly, we really I did. Was very proud of great. it because half of us had never played kickball before. But we we started off a bit slow, but once we learned the rules, we got into the game <laughs> and we finished eleven to twelve. So the other team won, but we were only one point off. I'm so impressed. I'm we, shocked. We could have won a championship by how excited I was because it was we were it wasn't looking good at the beginning, but we made it in the end and we did learn the rules as we went. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're excited about kickball. If you know, we did dodgeball last season. I personally did not participate because it's dodgeball, but kickball sounded more fun. And it's outside. It's the summer. So it's it's been great. And I'm sure so it fun. will be a good season. So should we get into our stories? Let's do it. Okay. So our first story is that TikTok has a secret UGC program and it's paying creators thousands of dollars per month. So this is like an inside scoop that we got from Leah Haberman's newsletter called In Case You Missed It. It's an awesome social media focused, creator focused newsletter. So go and check that out. But we got this scoop from her and it's really interesting. So basically TikTok is running a UGC program and it's called the Creative Challenge Beta. And it's been reported that there are creators making up to $34,000 a month by producing UGC content for brands like Uber Eats, Alibaba, and TikTok. So from my perspective, this is like 
the top UGC creators Mm -hmm. or not even UGC creators, like people who have, that are TikTokers, have large followings. There's only about 400 people in the program right now. So it's very selective. It's very like secret. There's like nowhere for you to like apply to it. So I'm assuming it's invite only. And basically there's like a section where the creators can respond to briefs. And so it's like brands putting out like casting calls for what mm-hmm. they need and you get to earn based on your views and then you there's also bonuses for hitting different performance milestones. Right. So it seems like an awesome program and that they're actually being paid really well which is different from the creator fund that's accessible to like everyone <laughs> or a lot more creators. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there were screenshots that Leah got a hold of that people were earning like 22,000 to 34,000 bonuses up to 6,000, so like pretty lucrative. And I think it's interesting because we, you were saying that there's a couple of ads that you've seen with TikTokers in it, and the this could be coming out of this program. Totally. And just to confirm, do people have to actually post these videos to their pages? Well, I don't think so okay. because it's called the UGC program. However, the hitting performance milestones makes me think that some of them mm. maybe do. Okay. So I think maybe it's a mix. Right. Yeah, so I've seen a few ads come out recently, and it made me wonder, just because they're so well-produced, they have so many big names, like TikTok names in them, and the really cool thing about this program is not only is it paying creators really well, but it's also like leveling up the standard of TikTok ads, Mm -hmm. which, as we all know, like TikTok and every other social platform, their goal is to monetize on people's views and interaction. So the way to do that right now is through advertising. And so if the standard and quality of creative goes up, then it attracts the right kind of advertisers. And I think it also makes these ads a bit more valuable, which has all these trickle effects to everyone else. So it's actually so smart of TikTok to be doing this. I'm I'm super interested in it. Yeah, definitely. And I think that there's only 400 creators right now, but I'm assuming that it will grow as like there's more advertisers that are wanting like, you know, TikTokers in their ads and it could be a win-win for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. TikTok likely is taking a cut from the deals I'd to facilitate, so. so it's like if the program grows, it's good for creators, it's good for ad- advertisers, and it's good for TikTok itself. Totally. It's kind of like the YouTube Shorts thing where if the program on the monetization program on YouTube Shorts is successful, it's good for YouTube Shorts creators, it's good for YouTube, and then mm-hmm. it's good for advertisers because they have a, a format of ads that could be really um, like successful for them. Totally. That reminds me, did you see that 10-minute ad by, I think Paris Hilton was in it? Well, she was for like Hilton the main, Hotels. for Hilton Hotels. Yeah, it was and amazing. all these other TikTok creators in it. It was so good. And I never would have thought I watched like a 10-minute TikTok video, but it was such an, a good ad in the way they had like everyone orchestrated in and out. It was just, it was so great. So this is, that was one of the ads that I wondered if it was kind of like built and created with this like um, creator UGC thing in mind. Yeah, I wonder. I think seeing that ad too, there were so many faces that you could Mm -hmm. recognize from TikTok. And then like with the addition of Paris Hilton, I'm like, they must have had to pay the talent so much money. Yeah. So I'm very curious about that. But anyways, it was a great ad. It was a super good ad. Um, Okay, the other big news of the day is the Met Gala. I'm sure you've seen lots of stuff about it. Um, It happened this Monday, first Monday in May. It was an amazing night. I think overall it was a really good Met Gala. Like it was really interesting. Everyone showed up and showed out. Um, The theme this 
year was Karl Lagerfeld, which was a little sus. A bit controversial. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are talking like, can you separate the art and the artist? Because he himself has had a long history of like problematic remarks. But yes. we're not going to focus on that too much just because that's been covered quite a bit. Totally. And the theme choice was a bit odd and some celebrities boycotted the event. Right. But it still went on. So yes, it went we'll talk on, about it. and it was it was really at least entertaining to watch. And I think one thing we want to cover in Tea for Lunch today is just like the the marketing angle of it. We're marketers; we had our marketing lens on. At least I did when I was watching it. So I want to talk about some of the our favorite moments from that. So first one was Jack Muse and Bad Bunny, which was really cool. It was Jack Muse's first time at the Met Gala, which was surprising because he's such a hot like viral designer. Um, he brought Bad Bunny and Bad Bunny wore this incredible backless suit. And um, I, what I thought was really interesting is before the Met, they po- or I guess Jack Muse posted on his Instagram a reel of him drawing the um, florals on Bad Bunny's like long cape. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a great and personal homage to Carl Lagerfeld, who would draw and who's known for his sketches. So I love how Jack Muse is such like a personal designer. Like when you see his his brand, it is like a brand Jack Muse, but it's it's him, it's his person. And then afterwards, like at the Met Gala, he did an interview with someone asking who asked him about his experience at the Met and how important this sp- specific Met Gala around Karl Lagerfeld was. And he was so inspired by Karl Lagerfeld and his career. Well, one thing you mentioned specifically is that the first time he encountered like Carl's designs was when he was a boy and he watched this ad of for Chanel. I think it was a Chanel perfume. And in the ad was, um, what's her name? Nicole Kidman. Yes. And she was wearing this like big pink feathery dress and running through like Times Square. And it was really cool full circle moment for him because Nicole Kidman was on the red carpet at the Met Gala wearing that dress. And then after the Met Gala, he posted this video of this boy, which was him, watching this TV. And these like (gasps) feathers were coming out of the TV, these pink feathers. And it was like, again, another homage to that moment because he's, he's so personal. Like you see, his Instagram, like, and everything he does is so personal. There's a personal story to it. So I thought that was really cool for him. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I think I love watching the Met Gala because I like seeing, like, the memes that come out mm-hmm. of it. I like seeing what people are talking about online. I liked, um, there was a couple of, like, interviews that I loved. One of them was Emma Chamberlain interviewing Doja Cat. <laughs> and I say yeah. interviewing uh, lightly because <laughs> she was basically asking questions and Doja Cat, who dressed up as a cat, but not... Not like Jared Leto. Show pet. She exactly. dressed up as show pet. But she was like, she looked like a who where she had like a, a little nose thing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, she was um, answering Emma Chamberlain and she was just meowing. And I loved that interview because I thought Emma Chamberlain held her own. Like she was the only person that I could think that could continue interviewing someone who was responding in meows and it'd be like interesting. Yeah, Emma Chamberlain could handle that. She's like, oh, yeah. you're going to be weird? No problem. Like- I'm surprised that she didn't start meowing back to her. I know. I don't know what I would have done. I would, I think, Emma Chamberlain handled it perfectly. The other thing that was interesting for me to watch, which wasn't like a big high fashion moment, but from a marketing lens was really interesting, is um, Coach goes every year. And like last year, they had like Megan Thee Stallion and I think like J-Lo. But this year, they brought an environmental activist. Her name is Maya Penn. And she's, I think, like 
a teenager. Like, I think she's like a pretty young activist. Anyways, they used it as an opportunity to help amplify their like new sub brand, which is called Coachtopia, which basically they're like committing to circular fashion and stopping like the fast fashion impact on the environment. And Coachtopia, they create new products like bags, shoes, clothing using recycled and old coach inventory. Amazing. So it's really cool how they designed her Met Gala dress using Coachtopia as like the way to do it. And it was all like recycled materials. I love so that. that was well, really and Coach cool. is super hot right now and it's been around for so long. So I'm sure that they have all of these old bags exactly. and stuff. It's to like use. over 80 years <laughs> yeah. of like inventory and designs and they're just to like reuse. That's an exactly. amazing idea. Yeah. So I thought like it was kind of like under the radar. It wasn't like this big high fashion-y moment, but I thought it was really cool that they chose to do that because they're obviously sending a message and, you know, prioritizing this cool thing that they're doing, um, which kind of went under the radar for a little bit. But Yeah, I love that. My favorite look was Dua Lipa. It was just like so classy and she just looked amazing. I feel like it wasn't the most unique out of everyone's, but I just, I don't know, there was something about it that I just couldn't stop like staring at her. Yeah, I loved Cardi B. I think, I think Cardi B did such a fun like job with her dress on the red carpet and then she also had a separate look for like the hotel (laughs) which was like so amazing but Cardi B said that she was like Carl in a purse and then someone interviewed her and asked like if Carl was here like what would you ask him or what would you say to him and she was like give me a discount at your store (laughs) amazing and I just I just love her and I think she's such a good like she's such a fashion girly yeah she is Mm -hmm. yeah love that for her yeah well, those are our two stories for the day. Uh, lots to unpack there. Hope you enjoyed it. Mel, this is great. It was. Hosting Thank with you. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you for so being here. So now that we've wet your palate, go eat something more substantial. See ya. Bye.